Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Holy cow! Please shut up! Please shut up! Gangsters, what's up, guys? I would be honored if you played football for this team. Me play football? Fans do it and adore the damn Bulldogs, baby! Sorry, wait. The mom made me put on my jacket and then she made me do the dishes. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Just a bit outside. Oh, look at the sugar falling out of the sky. Look at the sugar falling out of the sky. I think you'll ever get out of here. One day, when I got a long white beard and two or three marbles rolling around upstairs, they let me out. The Second String Podcast and Now Radio Show on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. had a playoff we had a hell of a run along the way in fact we had two playoffs walker well we had three playoffs three playoffs one of them two national championships in the national championship but then we did get two national how many national championships walker two, two national championships that may be one of my favorite sound bites we've had because it was like foreshadowing for so long and eventually the, the Dead Sea Scroll that had Kareem Brown's quote <laughs> that said none other than, in fact, go ahead and get Sting out of my ear here, other than... Two national championships. We knew it was going to come to the fruition at some point. In fact, I'm expecting three national championships sooner rather than later. Walker, it's a sad day here at the Second String Podcast, but we got to mm. do it, got to get mm. it over with, man. What's up? Hey, I, this morning... I announced on uh, WNGC that I was leaving the morning show. Wait, you're and, leaving uh, there too? I'm leaving everywhere. Oh, we weren't supposed to say I, that. I won't be found anywhere. Uh, it's like your dream of winning the lottery and just disappearing somewhere. I don't have to have the lottery. I can just disappear, <laughs> man. Just disappear. Like, what warrants a missing person? Like, at what point do you realize, like, nah, man, he just wanted to go away. <laughs> just like, stop, stop looking for him. Some peace and quiet. The man has contacted the officer to say, please stop the search. Just mm. leave me alone. It, I'll, I'll pay my taxes. Just leave me alone. It was a, an emotional morning on the show, but uh, the listeners of the Second String Podcast got a little breaking news, because you knew this before anybody else, that I am... Leaving Athens, uh, leaving the CMG universe, at least for now. I mean, unless something comes up down the road. Karina is raising her hand. She says mm-hmm. that that was only the second piece of breaking news we've ever had on the Second mm-hmm. String Podcast. She says the only other time mm-hmm. that we broke news right here on the Second String was when she came up with this. That Florida Gators are again a championship team mm. that have made history. 
she was right. They made history in the uh, Las Vegas Bowl when they got blown out by Oregon State. Look, man, we, we could reminisce on specific moments or whatever you want to do. This is your show. This is the Walker Show. Not not the Walker segment. We can do what you want, when mm. you want, however you want to do it. But let me just add before we get to that, mm-hmm. everything that we've lived, that we've dreamt about on this podcast, and my wife was very quick to point out, by the way, in our very just quick, casual, candid conversation, mm-hmm. we talked about winning natties, talked about the really cool things that we got to cover. We didn't even mention the Braves. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, by the way, the Braves won a World Series while we were doing our podcast. I would like to take some credit for just turning around all of our sports teams during this five-year, four-month run, 289 Mm. episodes of the Second String Podcast. Well, I'll tell you this. We started with Atlanta United winning the MLS Cup. Mm. Was that in 2018? Were we we doing that then? Yeah, I think it was. We won. We talked about it. I remember. It was December of 2018. We started our very first show in February of 2018. So we played We Are the Champions. Darn right. And we talked about how the Atlanta sports curse had been broken. And you know what, Logan? Let's do a quick fact check. We were right. Sing it away, man. We were right all along. Everyone laughed and scoffed and made fun of us. But we knew the Braves and the Dogs were going to win championships. Now if we could get the lousy stinking Hawks to win one too. Two national championships. Don't be holding your breath over the Hawks. I'm trying, man. That's that's all I want. Two of the things that I will bet on and I will uh, buy an insurance policy if I could find someone to do it. Maybe Lords of London. Is it Lloyds of London or think, Lords of I London? I think it's Lloyds of Lloyds London. Lloyds of London. If you're listening, and I know you love the Second String Podcast, if you could give me an insurance policy mm-hmm. for both the Falcons and the Hawks, that mm-hmm. if either of them win a national or a title, a, a championship, a world championship, not a national championship, world championships mm-hmm. or a Super Bowl in my lifetime, I will take the family and go live in a North Korean labor camp. If we do not, if I pass away of natural causes, Mm -hmm. and in that hopefully next 40-some-odd years, they never win one, throw the money at my family, man. Let them all live lucrative the rest of their lives. I would sign that today. Mm. Sign it up today. The Falcons, the Hawks will never win a championship as long as I live because if they didn't do it during the second string podcast era, Mm. they ain't doing it, son. I'm sorry. I mean, we have been good luck. Let's do a quick fact check yeah look uh, thank you mr speaker mrs booker is correct Mm -hmm. we have to give all of the love to the those 2021 atlanta braves who is eddie rosario and where the hell did he come from you know morgan wallen likes to talk about the 98 braves i I don't care about the 98 braves i care about the 21 braves ask me the last time i stressed the 98 braves it was probably january 1st 1999 lost to those damn Mm. Padres. But uh, the Braves were my first sports love. Oh, me too. I've said this before. Me too. As much as I love the University of Georgia and everything about UGA, and I proudly wear red and black every chance I get, when I was about two years old, I used to uh, look at the newspaper to try to find out if the Braves had won or Mm -hmm. not. That's all I could decipher. Mm -hmm. I was two or three. You know, maybe I could figure out if the Braves beat the reds or whoever they played last night uh, and then at the age of about four i started watching the braves on the superstation just about every night if they weren't on wrestling was mm-hmm. so it was good either way 
and I just loved the Braves. I loved sports. I loved those 80s Braves with uh, Dale Murphy and Bob Horner and Chris Shambliss. Uh, and so I've followed him my entire life. Now, I'd, I eventually got into college football when I was maybe about 10. I think that's when I started to uh, understand the game well enough to follow college football. And then I very passionately started cheering for my dogs, and I've been with them ever since. Uh, but the Braves were – my wife, Dr. Walker, was not my first love. The Braves were. Yeah, I grew up in a non-Georgia Bulldog household. Like, my father was not really into college football at all. My mom couldn't probably tell you what city the University of Georgia's in, even though her son graduated from there. But That's the point, sad, yeah, I didn't grow up like the way at all. I loved <laughs> college football. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. The Braves absolutely captured my sports life back in those early 90s mm-hmm. and, and I used to actually just long story short this is no we've said this before I grew up in a Mormon household Walker Logan I grew up is, in a Mormon household until I was like 10 years old or so this is but something that people don't know we're, we're telling secrets I'm here saying, on the final man, episode that's all right but man. one of the benefits of that was I grew up going to church with Dale Murphy like literally every Sunday in the non-baseball season he's sitting there in the, the building with me he would take some of the youths in the church to the ballpark once or twice a year. We got to go tour the dugout, all that good stuff. And Give you some batting practice. Ex- well, you know, put, put the helmet on, young man. Uh, you go take some <laughs> swings. Uh, no, but I, I, I attached myself to the Braves very early and loved, loved, loved those teams. And for whatever reason, world changes. We change as individuals. We go to college. We get those degrees, all those things. Yeah, Georgia Bulldogs are hands down my number one. Oh, me too. And Same. the Braves are right there behind them. Mm-hmm. If they if they even want to use the word behind, I mean, I love them both. One like A, they're one my B. children, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but I'll say this, man. Right now, today on June, whatever today is, 2023, I don't think I've ever enjoyed watching the Braves more than I do right now. It is appointment television every night. I love the pace of the game with the new rule changes. I love our offense. Some really good young pitching that's kind of coming up, and we'll get better with Max Freed back soon. Mm-hmm. I, I've sort of been trained, going back to the curses that we used to have, where I trained my mind for many years, I'm talking decades to believe, even when my teams were good, like the Braves had really good years mixed in there, the dogs would give you all this hope in the world. In the very back of my mind, I just knew oh, they're not going to win at all. Sure. They're not going to win it all. Yeah. It's nice. I'm having fun, but they're not going to win it all. I'm starting to really believe that it's going to be a surprise if anybody but the Atlanta Braves wins the 2023 <laughs> World Series. I'm telling you, this team is good, Walker. Yeah, I think they're good, and what's scary is they're going to get better. Uh, yeah. You're, what, 19 out of the last 22, I mm-hmm. think, as we're recording now. They won game one and game two against the Twinkies, <laughs> which I'm still mad at for 19. I was going to say, did that erase your 91 no. a misery? I told Haley on the morning show the other day, like, I still picture Kirby Puckett uh, running around the bases mm. after hitting a home run in game mm. six. And uh, Kirby Puckett's been passed away for many years, and I still man. I still about throw it. rocks at Blue Jays if they come in the I bird know, feeder because of ninety two. But it's good. You know what's great is that uh, the duration of this podcast, and and hopefully, uh, Logan, you'll still have me on as a guest from time to time. Like on, we said, we podcast. will have a Christmas special. I would love to do it, and you know maybe I can chime in on some Georgia football during the season. That's what's up. Um, but over the course of this podcast, we have gone from. Five years ago, feeling like we were cursed. Mm-hmm. And you took that bleep personally, like Michael Jordan said. 
you didn't feel like your teams were cursed. You felt like you as a mm-hmm. fan were cursed and that your team was never going to win. And then, again, we said it, Atlanta United, five stripes opened the door. The Atlanta Braves kicked the door down. And then the Georgia Bulldogs just went and, and demolished the door with, with a bulldozer and tore down the entire building. Two national championships, and uh, you're right, the Braves should be a favorite to win the World Series right now. I know the Rays have a better record, but the Braves' pitching is going to improve. The Braves' pitching staff, starting pitching, has been in shambles all year, and they're still winning. Uh, and you got to think that the University of Georgia, uh, Kareen's favorite team, has a very, very, very good chance to three-peat. I know our man Brandon Adams over at Dog Nation Daily has predicted it to happen. A lot of people have. Brandon Steele. Brandon says that uh, the dogs won't even be challenged what? in the regular season. They won't even get a challenge from anybody on their schedule. Yeah, I think Tennessee is the only real challenge I'm looking mm. at, and that's only because it's there. I think uh, Tennessee Martin's going to give the dogs a hell of a game. <laughs> I mean, that might be 38, 37, well, that's, something that's like that. That's why the SEC scheduled it for 6 o'clock to kind of liven the atmosphere up a little bit that's since right. doesn't fall on its face. <laughs> but it's now, good times. If you go back on the Twitters and you want to look it up, hashtag Logan Booker Sports Curse. Mm, I remember the Logan Booker Sports Curse. I used curse. to pop that in all the time, man. There's a whole lot of stuff. There's it's a not lot real. of things. I used to just lovingly and jokingly blame myself because it wasn't just the Braves. It wasn't just the Dogs. It wasn't just the Hawks or the Falcons or Atlanta United. There were a lot of things I'd point out that, well, I wanted this to happen, so that didn't happen. That felt like that was the everywhere mm-hmm. I went, but you're absolutely right. The five years of revolution that we've gone through just mentally as fans of sports, and I love that we've documented all of that. Uh, right here on the 289 episodes of the Second String Podcast, it really is a transition to a new life. Now, let me ask you this, and I'll, I'll use some examples. Uh, Georgia won its championship, what, a few months ago? Mm-hmm. The most recent one, the Braves, 2021. Mm-hmm. I know there's no science here, but say there is a little bit of a drought. I'm talking like the dogs don't finish off this year. Just hear me out. What? I know. And I just said I'd be surprised if anybody but the Braves won the World Series. Let's say the Rays finished the drill. They what? beat they beat the beat the Braves in the World Series. Crazy. How many years from now will you start to slip back into that hashtag Logan <laughs> Booker sports curse mentality if our teams that have given mm. us this amazing five year stretch start to stretch it out a little more? Because I don't know the answer to that. I would like to think what we got to experience while doing this podcast is enough to keep me at least happy the rest of my life, or at least stress-free. But Uh, I don't think that's the case. That doesn't work that way. I don't know the rest of my life. I don't know how many more years I've got, but uh, we went from 1995 until... I'm not going to count Atlanta United, because I know most people don't care that well, much they're about missing soccer. out man they're missing uh, out. they are they are it's a great product well uh, the, it, it, the product it has, it has the, been the last two seasons has been a little <laughs> shaky but it's got potential over the years it's been a great product and a great game and a great environment fine but if you don't want to bring that up we went from 1995 to 2021 without a championship i was told there would be no math 84 years it's been 80 Four years. Um, let's yeah, more eagles. <laughs> six years, something like that, in between championships. So, yeah, if we went 26 years from now uh, without another championship, I think I would be a little bit bummed. 
Mm. Uh, to say the least, that's fair. That's I don't very think, fair. I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I at least have my man cave decorated with relics from mm-hmm. this era that will never be taken away from me ever. Well, assuming the Braves can hold on to some of the young talent that they've mm-hmm. stockpiled, uh, I think they're going to be good for some time. And assuming that Kirby Kirby Smart y'all doesn't ever go anywhere, well, let, let's come, let's bring it closer. Okay, mm-hmm. let's instead of stretching it, let's talk about it in this way. In the next three years, three seasons, so that gives us the 23, 24, and 25 college football season. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that a disappointment if Georgia didn't want to ch- win a championship in those three years? Mm, I wouldn't be disappointed if they didn't win a championship in three years. I'll tell you what would be disappointing is if the Georgia Bulldog tackle football team did not make the playoff this season. I don't know, but I want to be a um, Georgia Bulldog um, football player. So what would, what would have to happen for them not to make the playoff this year? It would take a regular season loss yeah. and an SEC you, championship loss. You lose twice because we know mm-hmm. that no two-loss team has ever made mm-hmm. the playoff, and this is the last year of the four-team playoff. Uh, so we're going to assume that that's going to hold up. If you lose more than once, you ain't going. So Georgia would need to do what they've done, go undefeated. Then you can afford a loss probably in the SEC championship game. Or if you did lose, slip up once in the regular season, you win the SEC championship. You go to the playoff. We're talking like that, man. I'm Come not going to be lifting up a big trophy at the end of the I ain't going to be man. mad at you if you don't win at all, but I'm, I'm going to be mad at you if you don't make the playoff. And reason being, you have the schedule that is designed – uh, for a playoff run, and you have way more than enough talent to win every game on your schedule. What about the Braves? Three years from now, they still haven't won their second World Series of this era. Are you disappointed? Be, I might be a little disappointed only because I would feel like maybe they've wasted an opportunity. Because right now, when you have Matt Olson, Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Sean Murphy, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley, Aust- Money Mike, <laughs> on Max your Freed. team, Eddie Bleepin Rosario, and Ozuna Spencer Strider, Ozuna from the Braves, just hitting Ozuna bombs all day long. You got Spencer Strider out there on the mound. Um, yeah, if they didn't win a World Series in the next three years, I would be a little disappointed because I would look back and say. Wow, what are the 1980s? That's right. I would say, wow, that was a pretty good team to not win a championship. That's fair enough, man, but that's where we are. That's the point of this is that we're not talking about, oh, the misery that's on the horizon. We're talking about how spoiled we've been for five years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible. You, I, it's absolutely <laughs> incredible. Do you ever think about this, Logan? I used to imagine back when we were in the old days of the Logan Booker sports mm, curse. The, the good old days. I'd be out there cutting my grass, you know, in the middle of the summer, and, and I would imagine how it must feel to be a fan of Alabama or, mm-hmm. or the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. or the Boston Celtics, or whoever like just, was winning. Just a one-off team. I mean, like yeah. Clemson. I know that you don't yeah, want to think yeah, about yeah. that, but they won oh, two championships. I'm like, man, how nice is that? I tried to forget like, that they won How different is your town? How different is everything? Life. Yeah. And I can say definitively that life is better. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make my entire life revolve around sports, but just my attitude, my mindset, my fandom of the sports teams my summer times all of it has been enhanced 
every bit of it, and I'm very happy about that. I would 100% agree with that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hijack one of your Walker segments just briefly. You'll get a kick out of this. I got a funny story for you that happened this week on the other side, one of our shorter segments. We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, don't I want I don't want the time to go away, Walker. This I, is it, man. I want to until the Christmas special. Uh, at least before done here today, give you my top five. Oh, you got them down. Second string sound bites of all time. That's what I'm talking about. We'll do that and much more coming up. Got more show to go. Second string podcast and now radio show on WGAU. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? Now back to the second string on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. All right, Walker's final day is the full-time host of the second string podcast. We'll hear from him again in the future and we'll certainly do our best to bring you some good content here on the second string podcast it's been one hell of a ride walk well i have said this a few times many times probably uh, but if you haven't heard this from me it was always a lifelong goal dream of mine to get on the radio and talk sports to fight a bear uh, no, I never wanted to fight a bear. That's your dream. I absolutely want to fight a bear. As they say in Pretty Woman, everybody got a dream. What's your dream? You know, Brian of Tarth had to fight a bear in yeah. one of her episodes. That's fine. Jamie I'm, saved her. Spoiler alert. I'm not interested. Um, it, it was. Uh, when I was growing up, I wanted to either do play-by-play or, or be a sports talk person. And mm-hmm. uh, I found when I got into radio that those jobs are hard to come by. No doubt. Uh, so I just went and got a country music job because they're not as hard to come by. Well, you did a great job there too, Walker. Tears of a clown, Smokey Robinson. When you hear the word clown, what comes to mind first? Uh, that would be Dan Mullen. Yeah, War Eagle. Auburn sucks. I had the most second string cheese podcast experience of my life this week, okay. and I got to share it with one of our best second string cheese heads. So okay. we had a contest down at 960 The Ref couple weeks ago we participated and broadcasted from the esp golf tournament big ball for all over at the georgia club nice and we gave away a spot to play golf with me and dave and a quote celebrity on our team and uh we did that this week actually monday a couple days ago so rambo our great second string cheesehead my man Rambo, he was caller number four he won that (laughs) spot he actually took another listener of our stevie t over there to the golf course and we golfed together our celebrity was Cole Spear, sophomore wide receiver for the University of Georgia. Outstanding. National champion. And he was an amazing kid. I can't say enough amazing, nice things about just a humble, damn good dog young man. You can tell he's got what it takes to be a, a real bona fide Georgia Bulldog football player. Represent us well. Anyway, Cole Spear hopefully has a good breakout year and we get to know him more on Saturdays. Played in six games. But that's not the point. At one point during our round of golf, and I'm so glad that Rambo got to experience this because, you know, look, in our profession, we every once in a while brush shoulders with athletes or musicians, something like that. It's, it never gets old. It's really it cool. Yeah. So this tournament was put on by Aaron and Josh Murray. You know mm-hmm. them well. Mm-hmm. Tons of former Georgia players came uh, from the last couple of decades. But here's the moment that, that kind of pinch yourself, but also a very weird moment. 
on the course, hole whatever it was, Aaron Murray and his crew came by and they said hello to us. And they're they're not playing; they're just out kind of schmoozing everybody. Yeah, they come up and putt with us. Aaron Murray's putting on the green with us. So Rambo jaw dropped, <laughs> hanging out with Aaron Murray, yeah. putting on the thing. You know who's in the group behind us in the fairway waiting on us to finish up? Dan freaking Mullen, man. I just, what? Dan was playing really? in this tournament. He's apparently done it for for a while. He is a philanthropist. He loves the kids. He's a clown. He doesn't do it. But for he the does kids. he does it for the kids, no, Walker. But it was just kind of funny. One of those like weird, okay, I'm golfing with Aaron Murray. Dan Mullins behind us. Rambo, my second string cheesehead <laughs> listener down at the ref. He's he's hanging out with us with Stevie T. What a weird we, day. It was weird in an awesome way. I thought you would appreciate that I uh, in the flesh had to brush shoulders with the biggest clown of them all. As a way to say goodbye to the second string che- second string podcast. Yeah, War Eagle. <laughs> so again, the, the 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 prophecy came true. We can we can talk more about it on the other side. Yeah. We got to hit the break though. Right, second string right here on WGAU. You're listening to the second string on ninety eight point seven FM and AM thirteen forty WGAU Athens News and Weather Station. Slow dance? No. If that's what you need to get out of here, I'll slow dance with you all. I, I know this song was played at a lot of proms. <laughs> There's a lot of baggy suits on the boys to men on this music video, man. Oh, this is prom song central. Graduations. Back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I have a very recent story about this Do song. you? Yeah. So there's a guy named Babyface, singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. I've heard of him. Uh, he he, uh, he uh, sang at the Super Bowl this past year, um, but he has written a ton of hit songs for a lot of people. He wrote most of Boys to Men's okay. songs, and he wrote Into the Road, and it was a huge hit, obviously. Next album... Boys to Men come back and say, hey, uh, Babyface, what you got for us this time? He gave them another song. They said, oh, we're not doing this. What? They said, this is the same as End of the Road. It's like the same song. It's End of the Road Part 2. They wanted to be like rappers. They mm-hmm. wanted to do like hip-hop yeah, music. Step out of the prom song realm. Yeah, they didn't want to be typecast they like that. They want to be some Bruno Mars guys, they man. Said, we want to be artists. And Babyface said, uh, oh, I thought you wanted to be rich. <laughs> Babyface is saying like he. I saw him in the interview. He said, "You know how musicians are." So what song was it? "I'll Make Love to You," which they ended up recording and was their biggest hit. Oh, so they did do it of all time. I thought you were going to tell me a story nope. where they passed things up. No, they do. Did you want to sing that song to me? You I'll just make love to you like you want me. No, to. I, I'm refusing the offer. Thank you very much, though. That's very nice of you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they did get rich off that song. Artists they uh, they branded themselves as just the the what do you call it a quartet of yeah. um, <laughs> of uh, just good voices. Call it a boy band. Call it whatever. You want. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, man. Um, that that was weird. 
are singing together. But you know what? We've had some weird moments here on the podcast. There have been a lot of weird moments on this podcast. If you don't have weird moments, if you're all straight-faced and sitting up with good posture, then are you really having fun on a podcast? Dude, we slouch in this studio every single show. You're drinking out of a Christmas coffee mug, and you're just sitting there sipping and talking as if we're just, you know, hanging out. By a pool I think part man. of our problem is uh, problem. was that we never really prepared for no. our segments. Dude, I brag about that. Come in and just uh, tell stories and shoot the bleep and I have talk honest sports. to God bragged about that before, and I hope you see it the same way. Of And this is no joke. Like People will think, no, nah, there's no way. 289 episodes and a whole lot of entertainments attached to most of those. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever got together and sat down with pen and paper and said, all right, you want to do this, you want to do that. What about segment three? What, mm-hmm. what, you got anything for entertainments? It was literally, what's up, Walker? You want to record? Yeah, let's record. Hit the mics, hit the play button, and go. I have never sat down and said, Walker, when we, when we record today, make sure we talk about this player, that player, this game, that game. We just we roll, man. We just and go. That's been that's been fun. That may be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, I've always uh, it's a good thing talked about this podcast, and and this was kind of the vision when it started. I wanted it to sound like you and your buddies sitting around talking about sports, I sitting didn't on want the it, bench. I want it to be uh, in some structured mm. way. I wanted it to sound like if you were sitting around having a couple of beers on a saturday afternoon watching a game talking sports That's this is what up. it would sound like so well you, you tease it a moment ago do you have your top 5 sound bites all right ready now i'm going to play these as fast as i can after you tell me what they are all right so coming in at number 5 mm-hmm. our man Keenan Thompson mm. from saturday night live happy trailer con biste camarones con pimienta frita wasaka con queso frito wasaka but is that the one? I want the long version with ah, the, the linguista Espinosa. Well, say less. Sancocho con pollo, jamón, carne molida, cochinillo, pierna de cordero, langosta espinosa, mano de mono, y lengua de bachena. <laughs> I actually had all of that in the Dominican Republic just a couple weeks ago. Did you? How was that? The, was on one plate. How was the Languesto Unbelievable. I still got a little rash, but it, it'll go away eventually. Doctor said, don't worry about it. Anytime you eat the Espanolio lo Languesta, everybody gets a rash. That never goes away. All right, so that's number five. That's, right. that's going to be hard to beat, man. Oh, it's not. Uh, coming in at number four, I've always had a, a fondness for this one, although you don't use it that often. Uh-oh. Or maybe you don't use it as often anymore. And I still don't really know where it came from, but the news guy that <laughs> in the middle of his news delivery said, The snitches get stitches. That... <laughs> The way he delivers that is so good. The snitches get stitches. And why do the snitches oh, get man. stitches? I'm, I'm, draw, I'm, I should, I'm drawing a blank on the man's name. GNN News. So I use a news wire for my news stuff around the station. And that was, he was quoting somebody. Uh-huh. Like whatever news story he had, there was a, somebody maybe yelled something during an act of a crime or something. And that was part of it. And you're right. The way he delivered it. The snitches get stitches. My goodness. And we've used that a lot. Coming that, in at number never, three. Never get old. Coming in at number three, my power ranking of the top five sound bites of all time. 
and only because we've used this so much, it's probably not the funniest one, but Allen Iverson talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice. That one never gets old either, man. Anytime you talk about anything related to practice, mm-hmm. Allen Iverson's got our back. Not a game, not a game. We talking about <laughs> practice. Thank you, Allen. <laughs> Coming in at number two, this one, every single time Eddie Bleepin' Rosario mm. does something great mm. or something clutch for the Braves, my inbox just fills up with people quoting this. And Who is Eddie Rosario and where the hell did he come from? Thank you, Joe. He came from Cleveland. You're going to have to play it a couple more times. Who the hell is Eddie Rosario and where the hell did he come from? Who is Eddie Rosario and where the hell did he come from? <laughs> ah, he's been playing great, by the way, recently. So I love that he's not just like a one uh, post-trade deadline wonder oh. for the Braves. Who is Eddie Rosario and where the hell did he come I'm from? I'm telling you, thank you especially to Garrett and mm-hmm. Abby Jessen, who uh, just about every time... That man hits a home run. Will send me that message. And when he does do something big, I tend to tweet it myself, and I get the cheeseheads chiming in, being yeah. like, "Yes, best soundbite of all time." My tweet is uh, usually Eddie bleeping Rosario. I'm going to take a guess at number one. Oh, you know what number one? I is. think I do. We we made merchandise. The yes. one merchandise that we ever produced and got rid of we sold it we didn't sell it we just made you cover the shipping we made a lot of money off of we it made, oh man we that cruise i took the other mm-hmm. week when i was eating the mm-hmm. uh the linguista con state <laughs> all funded by the stickers from this saying from our girl the third bike our right hand lady mm-hmm. kareen brown ncaa bs bcs championship bowl game so kareen brown she has been a staple of the Sanka String Podcast since, like, episode eight. That's when we struck gold. I have a feeling in the next few years there's going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> I've always... Let's do a quick fact check. Uh, she's I suing this one day, quick man. fact check. I one love day. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I, I do believe that one day she probably will sue us and uh, take us for everything that we have, which isn't much. Um, but... Yes, that was the one time that we were actually uh, able to capitalize. Maybe you listening in your car, truck, or at home, maybe you have a sticker somewhere. NCAA BS, BCS Championship Bowl Game. Champions. In fact, if you never got one or you're new to the podcast, Mm -hmm. and you picked a heck of a time to be new to the podcast (laughs) as we're packing it up. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, I've got a few more of those stickers sitting around somewhere. I can always produce more. If you lose yours, maybe yours was on a car Mm -hmm. that you no longer have. It stopped working or something, or you just wrecked the bad boy. Just let me know. I'll get you another. I'll get you another sticker. Hit us up on our DMs, man. We got you. If you ever wanted to be an NCAA BS, BCS, championship, bowl game champion. NCAA BS, BCS, championship, bowl game. And we had had Hunter Jones design that for us. He does a great job graphic design. He designed a really cool sticker. It's not just plain old letters. It's got little championship Mm -hmm. trophies on it. It's a cool sticker. I love it. And then uh, our man Joseph, whose daughter Lila, by the way, when you're talking about greatest cheeseheads of all time, mm, our girl Lila sure. is right there yes. with them, as is a Carter and John. And we got some really damn good cheeseheads, the Bird family. 
Uh, I mean, it just goes on and on. Some great. How about the, the Powells out there in Colorado that gave us the great rendition mm-hmm. of the intro? Well, Garrett and uh, Rambo. You mentioned mm-hmm. Rambo yeah. earlier. I mean, I, I risk naming names because I don't want to accidentally forget somebody because there's some amazing, amazing cheeseheads well, throughout the year. Like when you win an Academy Award or something, and you thank everyone, yeah, you're going to forget somebody. So, if Our I had to apologies. give really quickly, I'll do this very fast. Mm-hmm. Some of my top sound bites of mm-hmm. the Second String right. podcast. This one came very late. But it was from Kareem Brown's 2008 rant, but I went back and listened to it at some point, the Mm -hmm. whole rant, seeing if I could pick some new stuff out of there. And was flawless in the fourth quarter alone. Is that not a Stetson Bennett prophecy, if there ever was one? Stetson Bennett was always flawless in the fourth quarter alone. And was flawless in the fourth quarter alone. I also love that it was very late, probably the last five episodes, maybe less, that our man Nolan Smith came through with the rebuttal that we've always wanted when Kareen starts running that mouth. I don't really like Florida. Not whatsoever. <laughs> and I love how he like goes further. I don't really like Florida. Not whatsoever. <laughs> I'll give an honorable mention to Kirby Kirby Smart, y'all. <laughs> no, not that one. Uh, all I want to do is bleep and eat. All I want to do is eat! Kirby, he never really had much to say with us, but he was definitely lingering, keeping an eye on everything. He's got total control. The Thanksgiving episode was always a little more fun because Mm. all he wanted to do was bleep and eat. All he wanted to do was bleep and eat. What are some other good ones? You mentioned the snitches get stitches. I loved a lot of the more obscure Kareem Brown. Like, I thought this one was just ridiculous. The way she finishes this one. It is clear that the Gators are superb to any of the schools with the conferences that we play in. All, all the conferences that the Gators play in, baby. Not just the SEC, but all the conferences, all the conferences. that we play in. What about, don't forget... What are you doing? Oh. What are you doing? That was Joe. I think that was um, uh, Ma- uh, who was our batter? Adam Duvall got like caught between bases in a playoff game. He he ran to second, then he just got easily picked oh, off back at first. And Joe times. was. What are you doing? And it just fits so many Billings. It's amazing. Uh, but I got to say, my number one. Uh-huh. And it and yes, the NCAA BSBCS National Championship Bowl game is a legendary quote as it gets Mm -hmm. i agree with you and you're number one Mm -hmm. but i've always had a soft spot in my heart maybe it's because i'm a large man walker (laughs) we're going back to keenan we're going back to the big dominican (laughs) lunch because if you ever wondered how to make a chicken pot pie we taught you over and over and over on the second string podcast (laughs) and i hope this is what lasts with you the longest after me and walker are gone Mm -hmm. you will know exactly how to make a big Dominican chicken pot pie. First, you eat a chicken, then you smoke a little pot, and then you eat a whole pie. <laughs> it's the <laughs> at the very end that gets you, man. It's uh, uh, can we do it one more time? Yep. First, you eat a chicken, then you smoke a little pot, and then you eat a whole pie. Just a little <laughs> pot. Just a little pot, Walker. Keenan Thompson uh, and his big poppy That's impersonation. a great, great, great character, man. He's uh, absolutely wonderful. He also had that bit where he talked about baseball. <laughs> and he said he was uh, supposed to be the new ambassador for baseball. Mm. Big Dominican lunch. And Keenan says, if you like football and basketball, but they're too fast and too much fun. <laughs> Try baseball. Well, now we got the pitch clock. That, that, that problem has been solved. Solved, Keenan. Absolutely solved. <laughs> no, it's been it's been good good having the sound bites. Oh yeah. 
Kareen has been wonderful, and she's a good sport, man. Like, and that's what we talked about earlier. As good as our teams have been, mm-hmm. how much fun has it been that the Gators have just stunk the last few years? They had their little COVID run, which still, by the way, resulted in a four-loss season. Right? It's not. It's Wasn't not like they were. Not like they were uh, in the mm-hmm. playoff. You know, going toe to toe with the big dogs. Nope. They lost their fair share of football games. Yep. Uh, but but they've been terrible for a while. I don't know when that's going to change, if it's ever going to change again. Maybe we're back to the pre-1990s when it comes to Florida. It's been fun watching Tennessee struggle uh, up until last year. How about chasing down those Mets last year, man? Oh, yeah. And they're terrible right now. And they are. Mm. there's segments on SportsCenter today, the day of recording, just outlining what the heck is wrong with the Mets. I got a soundbite that I can give them. What are you doing? $350 million <laughs> payroll, highest of all time. And you're like seven games below 500, 16 back of the Braves, two weeks before the All-Star break. They've had a rough go of it. And, they ain't uh, catching the Braves, man. You love to see it. Don't say it. Don't say the NL East is over. No, ring the bell, baby. Don't say it. No, we don't do that around here, man. We're good. Those Marlins are still in it, and they're mm-hmm. coming to the truest of all parks I this weekend. You. Well, Walker, this is the last time we throw it to break. we got to come back and wrap things up. Man. All right, man. I'm a little Let's bit do it. sad about it. Ah, you'll be good. It's the second string podcast and radio show right here on WGAU. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? I want to congratulate Logan and Walker. Not only for being the best podcast, but also the athletic school in the country. Now back to the second string on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. What are you doing? Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. The snitches get stitches. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. That everything is just not Don't all make the best of this test and don't ask why. I don't really like Florida, not whatsoever. It's not a question but a lesson learned in time. Let me be clear, it's we've had a playoff. But in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. NCAA-BCS Championship Bowl game. Walker, I told the Cheeseheads, including my wife, who, by the way, she's been very supportive of us the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, As have good friends Traffic Trooper Justin in Alabama. Eva, listen to every single show. Thank you. I told them we were going to make them cry. Now, I don't know how to do that, but if you want to make them cry, make them cry. Give, give us your sappy graduation <laughs> goodbye speech. Tell the cheeseheads that you don't love them anymore. Aww. And you're sending them on out to the world to go just fend for themselves because you're done holding their hands and sitting on their nest. Well, Push you know, them out of the nest, Walker. Watch them try to fly. See what they can do. See what they can do. It's, uh, it's sad. It's exciting that we're going to start a new adventure in a new place. You're starting a new uh, adventure. But it's uh, it's sad, and uh, as I said on the morning show today on WNGC, you know, I got into this really just to hopefully entertain somebody, make somebody laugh. Um, Which know. is crazy because we never one time made anybody laugh. No, on the probably not. Podcast. We uh, came I'm sure at least once, very close a couple uh, of times. Sure. But we never one time Come got on. the giggle that we were looking for. Well, I hope that. In the time that you spent listening, if you heard one episode or ten or all of them, two hundred and eighty-eight um, or nine, whatever that, it was, you know, at some point you were entertained or amused or you know felt 
the joy that we felt when our teams won or, or felt the sadness that we felt when our teams didn't win. Uh, that's really all it's about. And I said this last week. I'll say it one more time since uh, this probably might be my last opportunity to do so. The Florida Gators are again a championship team that have made history. That's not quite what I was thinking. Oh, okay. you're thinking something else. Um, but Kareem, I will say stop finishing sentences. That over on the Twitters, uh, I have met a lot of cool people. And a lot of these people I have not actually met IRL in real life, but. Uh, I've had some great conversations and uh, some some fun times talking to all sorts of folks from Bulldog Nation. And uh, my universe just expanded when we started doing this podcast. And I met a whole lot of really great Georgia Bulldog fans that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet otherwise. So if that's the number one thing that came out of all of this, then I love it. So how about Oh, it's been a good ride, Walker. It's been yeah, a good man. Ride. And I know we're all wishing you very, very best of luck. Oh, we said it last week. Go get some sleep, man. Well, that is go get some sleep. One thing I'm going to try to do because uh, eight years of getting up at three o'clock in the morning, um, you can imagine the wear and tear on the body and the mind. So I'm really looking like, forward to Can you to, imagine a weekday where you roll over in bed? Uh, you're kind of curious. You got half awake. What time is it? But hold on. The sun is up. <laughs> yeah. You like, uh, like this happens to me on, uh, on Saturday and Sunday sometimes. Like, you know, you look at the clock and it's like 8 30 and you're like, oh, look at that. I, I can't do that, man. I, we get up early, but I, I cannot sleep that late on weekends. Maybe mm. one day I'll train myself, but. Yeah, you deserve it, man. Go get you your break. Go get your mountain air, which I'm excited to see. Yeah. And, now, uh, you've got the boy still at Boone for a little while, the right? The boy is at Appalachian State. Okay. He's about to be a sophomore. So if you guys want to come up for either an Appalachian State game or a Western Carolina game, uh, I, my treat. Probably, come on. Probably not going to take you up on Western Carolina, but hey. Boone is, is glorious. Now, how far from Boone will you be, roughly? Uh, a couple hours. Oh, still, still that far. Yeah. Well, right now I'm five hours away well, from yeah. the boy, so only two will be. Uh, what are a his lot thoughts? He's got mom and dad moving closer. That's yeah. probably a bad thing. He doesn't man. like it. No, no, I don't blame him. It's a terrible thing for he him. He was hoping she'd take a job at like Cal Berkeley or he, something. He wanted us to move to like Paris. Like he doesn't mm. want to be anywhere near us. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Where, where's the girl? What's her next step? So she is still in high school. She's mm-hmm. about to be a sophomore in high school. Oh, so she's got some time. Um, yeah. So she's going to start at a new school. And uh, anybody that's been through this before, you know, moving at some point in your childhood, you know that starting a new school is uh, it's terrible. Well, it's terrifying, but it's also very exciting because. You get to be whoever you want to be. The people at that school do not know you. They don't know nothing about you, and they have no preconceived notion of who you are or what you do. Uh, so you can really go in there with a completely fresh start, which I think she's excited about. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. So best mm-hmm. of luck to her finishing out. No, mm-hmm. She'll come back to Athens to be a Georgia Bulldog. I'm hopeful. Well, that is the hope. That and, is the hope. Uh, I, I keep telling everybody I'll be here for the UT Martin game, so I'll see you all in 60-something days. Well, look, man, we're not going to do any full-length entertainments. We're just going to wrap things up mm-hmm. here. We don't want to lead people astray and never have anything else to say. We don't want to wait till the Christmas special mm. to wrap it up. So that being said, Walker, here is your final two-minute Walker segment. What mm. do you want to talk about to wrap things up? Uh, on the uh, subject of entertainments, I will just say uh, that season one of The Bear, I know that uh, a lot of cheeseheads latched onto that show. 
thought season one was really good. Season two is out now on Hulu and uh, Rambo. It's on Hulu. Hulu Rambo. And it is even better than season one. Mm. I am so into this show right now. I mean, Lip Gallagher really just rolled back into that role, didn't he? Yeah. The, He's good. Uh, it's chaotic in all the best ways. All the characters are so likable, but also not likable. It's fantastic. You'll love it. If you haven't watched The Bear, go start Season 1, Episode 1, and you're welcome. I cranked Silo back up. I got a couple more episodes in. This is a good post-apocalyptic, mysterious show, man, just I've like we like. I've seen the trailer, man. So uh, go give Silo a chance Even when, Dr. when you Walker get a chance. Even Dr. Walker you might want to watch it. How about that? No. How about that? I don't think I, don't I have know. anything else right now, man. Uh, that's all I, I got. I got some Survivor recaps no, if you want no, them. I've been good, trying for 200-plus no, episodes. No. Uh, as, as far as uh, the last minute or so goes, I'll just say 3 Pete seems incredibly possible. Go dogs. Four games at home to start the season. Let's get them all, baby. At what point will you call me and say, man, we got to do an emergency episode of the Second String Podcast? What would have to happen? If the South Carolina game was within 20 points. Ooh, within 20? <laughs> man, we're going to beat those Jokers would, by 55. Would, man, I'm not worried about South Carolina. Man. All right, Walker. Thanks for everything, man. It's been one hell of a ride. Yeah, buddy. You got it. Hit us with it, man. Kareen used to get the last word. I don't think that's appropriate. Now you got eight seconds, Green, Walker. Go dogs. Go dogs. NCAA BS BCS Championship Bowl right. game. Champions, baby. Go dogs. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team. You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.